0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pretending not to be sleepy. This is season one, episode 11. It's the podcast called On Track with Zach. Remember, you can send your questions or your comments. You can email them at yeahboyzach is at gmail.com. is at gmail.com. Want to give a shout out to Rico Young. He's working on the art for the new merch. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach. Yo, boy.
1: Also, that is news to me. I did not know Mr. Right. Rico. Did That's not. a
0: surprise. Shout, Shout out to Rico. His... Yes. Yeah, Rico. 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 And Shout I, out to him. Oh, I got to start the timer. And I might want to record myself saying that and sending it to him. I'm pretty sure he would appreciate that.
2: Yes. Let, let, we need to let I mean, Rico let know. Let Rico know. He a real one.
0: Do you guys mind if I do that, yeah. if I could just turn around and uh, record that? Hold give, on a second. give a shout out to Rico. Uh, what's happening? want to give a shout out to Rico uh, for the podcast On Track with Zach. Rico Young, he is the uh, world-renowned artist that's working uh-oh, on, uh-oh, Rico? on the We air. just ain't got anybody on. We, we got, didn't got anybody. Rico.
1: Come on now. Yeah. We got Rico. We
0: got Rico. Rico is good. Um, during the podcast, I'll show you some pictures that he did. So okay. shout out to you, Rico. Okay. So let's get back to the podcast. I didn't
1: know he was big time like that. Okay, right. okay. Right. i ain't mad at you. But joining us today, we have Taryn. Is she? A- no, I'm just playing. Yes, yeah. Taryn. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> um, and we have someone who joined us for our last episode. She decided to hang out again. Kristen. Hello. She's back. <laughs> She's, back. She's back. Um. Let's jump right in. You know, the intro question we have today, this is one that hits close to the Alfred household because there's a lot of us. i
0: like to show that picture real quick. Oh, whoa. Oh, Rico. My goodness. Rico's what? like that. Rico drew this picture. Uh, Rico's that like you? that. Of me in studio. Oh, my Wow. Gosh. Wow. Rico. Shout out to Rico. He is the man.
2: Wow. Rico.
0: I do apologize. Let's get back to the podcast. Wow. It's shout so out to Rico.
1: But <laughs> anyways, the intro question that I have today hits close to the Alfred household because there's a lot of us. Um. So I'll ask both of y'all. You guys can jump in at any time. Let me know some stories of physical altercations we had as a kid.
3: Not altercations. Yes. Altercations, yes. We absolutely. fought as kids.
1: We're, everybody thinks we're perfect. We're not perfect, y'all. We fought. There were nah, fights. We
2: definitely There were bloods, fights. Tears. Yes. Blood. Yes. Go into that a little bit. Kristen, go ahead.
3: I don't want to start. You start.
2: Okay, fine. We'll all talk about the time when Kristen... <laughs> Got a little power hungry. Very Y'all know so. I was in my basketball bag, so I wasn't always at home because, you know, I had games or whatever. And Kristen would just run. She, Kristen, she was an authoritarian. I like, was not. A, I was. Yep. Yes. Please, please, please. She's told me to go first. Please. <laughs> And I came home, and they were just like, "We're sick of it. I'm done, man. I'm done. We're all weak, and we can't get her." And I'm about to go. I'm about to pack out, pack up, and leave. And I was like, "I got y'all. Where's she?" And then I went upstairs, and at the end of the hallway, there was a coat closet. I put her in there and I sat up against the coat closet <laughs> while she was banging on the door and all the little kids She's behind, Kristen, yeah. all the little kids behind me were like, yeah.
1: yeah. It felt like a Lion King moment. Long <laughs> live the king.
3: because <laughs> no, you're not going to paint me a scar. Uh-uh. And she was in there crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah, rude. It was, it was bad.
0: <sighs> Kristen, do you have any stories?
3: Um, I remember this one time, me, you, and like, linden were in the car while mom was oh at home depot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was during the holidays so we yeah. were in the car chilling and me and zachary were fighting over something and one thing after another we just started. <laughs> she scratched in. the mess out of me I scratched i'm him, still he slapped me. i was, was swinging y'all we were, we were both crying by the end of
1: it. my mother raised me and never hit a woman but when i got scratched some turned on i was like oh, you done got the wrong one on the wrong day Boy, i started swinging <laughs>
3: and I swung right back.
1: Yeah, my mom got back to the car. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I was scratched up. She had a nosebleed. It looked like a WWE fight. Like I was like, "Bro, this this is not finna go down." But I still have those scratches though. But, anyways. Okay, that's a bit dramatic. It's not. But chill it's out, true. chill out. I got PTSD. Stop. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you about my story real quick before we jump into today's episode. This
2: I was hoping he'd skip it. This is, this is something
1: y'all don't know about Miss Taryn. You know, it's a girl. This is something y'all don't know about her. That's rude. Me and Taryn have never had any issues because of this. Let me just go into it. <laughs> exactly. As a kid, I was just chilling. You know, I was just figuring my way oh, out in the world. You know, just trying that's to just. Not true. I didn't you know bad. what's up. I didn't know what was down. But let me tell you what happened. So, one day. I was just chilling, minding my own business. I came up to Terrence's door, do 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 do, knocked on it. I was just trying to see what's up, trying to see what she got going on. You know, just trying to talk. You know, I like talking to my siblings. She opened up the door. I'm not exaggerating, y'all. I'm not exaggerating. She opened up the door. Everything went black. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I was like, "What just happened?" Come to find out, she slapped the mess, slapped me unconscious. Have y'all ever been slapped so hard you don't remember getting slapped? I don't think you have.
2: Bro, I have to say, that was the hardest slap of my life. And I remember closing the door and thinking like, they're going to kick me out the house. (laughs) I got slapped,
0: y'all. I, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: and wow. yeah, and I'm glad you never knew that because I definitely would have got a whooping.
1: I should be at Harvard right now, but I probably lost half my brain. <laughs> cells on that day.
2: <laughs> I got the mess
1: rocked out of me, man. But
2: you were good after that. I was like, I slapped you straight. That slap kept you out of jail in adulthood. <laughs> 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 I got the mess slapped out of me, y'all. But... <laughs> Anyways, you're
1: probably wondering, what does that have to do with today's episode? Physical altercations. We're going to be talking about submitting, submission. You know, you're like, what does that got to do with anything? Well, in WWE, I never watched WWE as a kid because my mother wouldn't allow it. Nope. Um, but one thing they have in WWE is obviously a, a submission move. And that's when you like wrap your... I'm not going to go into it. But there's a <laughs> submission move or whatever. <laughs> but today, we're going to be talking about submitting to authority. And the reason why I feel like this topic is so important is because especially whenever it pertains to younger people, how much you see submitting to authority is like an old idea. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, you know, listen to your parents obey your parents, like, that's, no, that's that's outdated. And I, even saying that, I feel like I sound like an old man saying yeah. that, but it's like it's something that's been so commonly accepted now that it's caused a lot of problems, right? Mm-hmm. And so, we're gonna jump right into that, and the first question I have for Taryn and for Kristen I guess either one of you can answer it doesn't matter but the first question I have is like where have you seen especially when it pertains to young the younger generation where have you seen that unsubmissive, unsubmissive spirit in them where have you seen that whenever it comes to maybe bosses parents whatever where have you seen it pertain to the most
3: I've seen um lots of videos on just on social media people like like teenagers just pushing old people and just being disrespectful and just acting completely ugly like yeah, so just a lot of things on social media is what I would say.
2: Not respecting the elders at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I see it a lot um in my adulthood, like people my age just not respecting their parents. Like thinking like I made me. I am who I am because of me. Like yeah. they kind of like idolize themselves and, you know, and don't give any respect to their parents like i one specific friend she was raised by a single mom and she, her Clint like she just claims everything that drives her is she just doesn't want to be anything like her mom and you know and i she just i never heard her say one kind thing about her mom and i know she's you know raised in a single single mom household so she didn't she certainly didn't raise herself
1: yeah yeah, you know, and the Bible actually has a lot to say about submission because as believers, that should be one of the marks of our life is submitting to authority. It's all throughout Romans, not all throughout Romans, but especially Romans 13. But Ephesians 6, 2, it actually talks about, it talks about honor your father and mother, which is a first commandment. And uh, which is the first commandment with a promise, excuse me, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. You know, honoring your parents isn't just something that like, oh, you know, that's my mom and dad. So, you know, like I got to or whatever like that. Like it's actually like in the Bible. Like it's so important that like God like explicitly says like, hey, honor your dad and your mom, you know. And it's it's something that a lot of people our age, they don't do because of the simple fact was like, I know more than my parents do. And that's a foolish way to live life. Let me yeah. just say that firsthand you know even even if you didn't have good parents which i mean it's the case for some people some people may not have been blessed with good parents like we've been blessed with great parents but some people may not have been blessed with good parents but i think one of the one of the marks that can even change your parents because i've heard stories of individuals who didn't have godly parents but the kid came to know christ and the way in which they live caused their parents to come to know jesus yeah you know it's whenever you submit to authority it's not because you're just under them but it's simple it's simply because of the fact that it's like you're to be under something like we're not to live unyielded lives. We're not to be, you know, I'm I'm the in charge of me. I'm the boss of me. It's like, no, 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 no. Even as Christians, we're to be under God. Even in uh, Romans, whenever it talks about submitting to authority, we, yes, we're sub- to submit to authority. But even that, if that authority crosses the line of God, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not crossing that line, you know. And so the second question I have for you guys, for you, uh, Taryn, and Christian is, why do you think it's so important that we should submit to authority? Like, let's say specifically in the workplace, why is it important? Because I know maybe you've had a bad boss before, or bad experiences with you know someone who's been higher up with you. Why is it important that you submit to authority, even when you don't feel like you want to? Why is it important?
2: I will say, I, I thankfully I have never had like a bad boss. I've had jobs that I hate, um, but I've never had a bad boss. I will say that in college, I did experience different. Um, leadership styles um, and it's kind of like executing, I don't know, like like respecting everyone and all their different views. And so I did have to like learn how to respect the people that I was under. Um, yeah. In a coaching situation. And I, and I did have some people, honestly, like they were childish. Like I was more mature than they were, yeah. but I feel like what that, all that did is that, that like refined areas in me, like, And I mean, there's, I feel like there's a reason to like a lot of employers like athletes um, just because I don't know, there's a refinement process that comes with like learning to be submissive under authority. I, I also had like, you know, teammates who they cannot submit to authority. Some of them locked up. Some yeah. of them someone got mm-hmm. kicked off the team. That's real. And and it's like it it's a small window of your time, but it's like such a huge issue, so much mm-hmm. so that they lost it all in a four year time time frame just because it's it's a big deal for a lot of people to submit to authority. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Kristen, how how, how have you seen that in the workplace or in your own life? How have you seen that
3: so play I play out? I haven't like also had any issues with like any bad bosses or anything like that, but I'm the type of person where I can learn from other people's mistakes and just like, like I don't necessarily need to experience that, but I've seen people um, just whenever like they were disrespectful to authority and not wanting to listen and just like the trajectory of where their life took them whenever they went on that path and straight and, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted to be, didn't want to listen to authority and just how much that affects you and,
2: yeah, I, I will say like she brought a a good point about um she learns from other people's mistakes. I feel like in my situation, I learned the kind of leader I did not want to be. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a, a leader that manipulates my emotions. I don't want to be a leader who is a liar. Like I like if you're under bad leadership, that can also like teach you how to be a better leader going forward whenever you have the opportunity to step up in a leadership role. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that, that's good. You know, I've seen this pertain to um and even I've never had a bad boss but I've had situations where you know, someone I may be working for is like you're not doing me right, or you may be mistreating me or anything like that. And as a worker, you kinda lose that 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 passion, like, you know, maybe I can cut some corners here. You know, I don't have to really listen to it. Mm-hmm. But you know, in Ephesians it talks about this specifically in Ephesians six five when it says bond servants, which, you know, can pertain to workers, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, and sincerity of heart as to Christ. And then uh Ephesians six seven, it uh goes into um it says with goodwill doing service as to Lord and not to men, you know, one of the most important things that helps keep me going. Even when sometimes whenever I want to cut corners at work, you know, with the little things, it's like, I'm not working for you. You may be my boss, but I'm working for God. And whenever you realize that you're working for God, it's like, first off, God sees everything, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously. Secondly, it's like, If God sees everything and he has you where he does at your workplace and you may not have a good boss, it's an opportunity for you to show him at your workplace, you know, by going above and beyond, you know. And there's people in the Bible, even Daniel. Daniel was submission to authority whenever he was taken captive, him and three Hebrew boys. But whenever that authority crossed the line, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was like saying, y'all must worship me. They're like, nah. And you see how their impact, how obedience to God. How it even impacted Nebuchadnezzar? Like Nebuchadnezzar knew, like, okay, yeah, these they they serving somebody, right? And Joseph, you look at Joseph, how he submitted to authority even in his life. But you know, one of the things that that I think especially pertains to submitting to authority is um is young men, black young men. I'll be specific. You know, one I've heard joke um by one of my friends, parents, they were listening to a, a comedian one time, and he talked about how how black young men, the reason that. They go into issues and, you know, getting locked up and everything like that, making foolish decisions. The joke was that they have nobody to fear. They're not scared of anybody. But it's so true, you know, as kids. And something that I've learned, even whenever I was younger, is whenever you don't have that that father figure, whenever you don't have someone where it's like, they're bigger than me, you just go on living however you want to live. And that is a dangerous way to live because eventually you're going to come to someone or something that's either bigger than you or a situation in which you put yourself in that you can't handle because the way you live is like I'm the top dog you know there's nobody who could tell me anything right and so I know that's something that even my dad instilled in me whenever I was young it's like hey you're gonna get out there in the real world and there's gonna be somebody bigger than you you can't act like you know you're the top dog just because you may be the oldest brother because I'm older than my little brother obviously and that's something that I carry with me is like oh, I have to submit to my parents, not just because they're my parents, but also because submission, actually, it does something for you. It, it allows you to, you know, go out there in the real world and not make foolish decisions because you're not living that lifestyle of I'm, you know, bigger than everything else. You know, everybody may be, you know, equal with me, but I don't have to listen to anybody, you know. And that's something that I've learned throughout the years and whatnot. But do you guys have any closing thoughts or anything like that?
2: No, I... I- yeah, no. I would, it's a lot of people look down on, on. They see submission as a as a bad thing, and I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Or
3: a, a bad thing or like a sign of weakness or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, that's and something that's that, not the case. That's something that I think is the biggest thing, especially with younger people, where it's like learning to submit is a good thing because it also allows you to relinquish control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're no, you're not responsible for you when you have you. We as young people, you know, and even as Christians we are to have someone over us and that's good because it's like you're no longer in charge you know and that's a good thing but we'll wrap it up there thank you for joining us for another episode of on track with zach
0: all right email us your questions or comments or just let us know what you think about the podcast you can email us at your boy is at gmail.com y-a-b-o-y-z-a-c-i-s Ya boy zach is at gmail.com We got something special for you. Let us know. Come on now. Be blessed.